Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air, everywhere, back at it in the audio dojo. The most interesting, fascinating, amazing, riveting, head-spinning podcast you've ever heard, unless it's not. What? As we race a mile a minute, it is now time for the fifth hour with Ben Maller and Danny G. Mailbag! Mailbag! Danny G, it's the mailbag! Mail, mother sucker! We must properly start the mailbag, and that means one man and one man only. This is not going to backfire. Aren't you afraid it might go off accidentally? I used to have that problem. Ohio Al! It's in the Before Ohio Al, you sounded like you were going to eat some crawdads. Yeah, yeah, well, poor boys, something like that. You know, whatever it takes, Danny, whatever it takes. <laughs> That's how we roll. But we have actual mail from actual listeners. Want to thank everyone. Give us some feedback, too. Let us know on the Friday podcast. If you tried the Chick-fil-A hack that I talked about on Friday, let me know if you, you thought it. I think it tastes pretty much like Chick-fil-A. It's a good ripoff. So if you get that chicken at Costco and you get the sauce from Walmart, boom, you've got you've got that. Let us know how that goes. Uh, and as far as the mailbag, these are actual letters from actual listeners sent in a couple of different ways. And without further ado, we go right to the bag of questions. Mike from Fullerton writes in and says, hey, guys, now that all three of us have won a Benny, I would like to take back what I said last week about Benny winners becoming arrogant. I'm not going to change. I, I can't imagine humble Ben changing either. Has daylight savings time uh, starting or ending ever screwed up your day? Uh, there's another question here, but I, I'll, I'll, I think we should tackle that one first from Mike. 
So has it messed me up? No, because I normally stay awake past the 2 a.m. time change anyway, so it's not like I really feel the effects of it. The one thing I will say is that driving, I do buy the reports that people drive a little crazier and they're a little little off their rocker yeah. the, a couple of days after the time change. Because I have noticed that. I noticed that this last week. It's a more of a white knuckle roller coaster ride for me driving in the middle of the night on the way home. And I got a long drive because people are all over the place, man. It's nuts. Nuts. So what about you, Dan? Yeah, this past Monday after the change, I do buy that too because people were just all over the place that day. Uh, Mike also says, uh, if WWE is able to legalize betting on wrestling, is there a chance Benny versus the Penny will pick WrestleMania matches? I know for a fact that the Penny is a big wrestling fan. Oh, yeah, brother. Well, Mike, I'll answer that. First of all, by saying I'm flattered that you want Benny versus the Penny, which has always been football. Every once in a while, I'll do basketball. You want it to be part of wrestling. And if there's a way we can make money, I'm not against it. I am all for it. I I will. I own the rights to Benny versus the Penny, and so I'm all about enhancing the value of Benny versus the Penny. No pile of pesos left behind. No pile of pesos left behind. So, uh, yeah, that, that that can't be allowed, right? Rest betting on wrestling. There's no. What could possibly go wrong? Mm. Now, would you do the NBA playoffs for the Penny? Playoffs? Yeah, we could do – see, it's a little – I don't know. It's hard to do the round. It's hard to do a series, right? Yeah, it's hard to do a series. But we could play around with it. We could definitely play around with it and bring it back for a rare and appropriate appearance. Next up on the mailbag, Nick in Wisconsin writes in. He says, Ben and Danny G, are you someone who has a billfold wallet with 20 cards and stacks of cash – I mean, you're big radio celebrities or a newer slim type wallet. And are you old enough that you still have a checkbook you carry with you? Uh, it says, P.S. Sorry, Danny. Sad you were not nominated for a Benny. Uh, so, Nick. The atrocity. To answer your question, I like a big, fat Costanza wallet. Old Seinfeld reference. Of course always- you do. I've always had that. Now, right now, my wallet is not that big and fat. I actually have a decent amount of cash in the wallet. But I've noticed, Danny, I never spend the cash. Everything's credit card. So why the hell do I have the cash? I never spend the cash. I've not seized the opportunity to spend the cash. Even when I go places I could spend the cash, I just use the credit card. So what's the point of having the cash? I'm just waiting to lose my wallet or have somebody steal my wallet, and then they'll get the cash. Exactly. And that's why a few months ago I switched over to this kind of wallet. You see the back back of my iPhone. Yeah. I bought the iPhone case that has the strong mag safe on the back. Okay. When you search for it, type in the one that has an extra strong magnet and then the magnet uh, wallet. So the slim magnet wallet for men, it holds about four cards Bam, it connects to the back of your phone and stays there. So what do you have, your driver's license and a couple of credit cards? Yeah, driver's license and two credit cards in here. Yeah, that's all you need. Now, if you lose your wallet, it's the the, the daily double. 
because you've lost your or you lose your phone, you've lost your wallet also. That's the That's true, but we have trained ourselves to know where our phones are at all times. Yeah. Phone's kind of like your leg. You, you need it. Yes. Uh, or your hand or your head. You kind of kind of Yeah, it's like your right hand. My right hand was getting a workout. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> it is true. But that and Got to hold it up when you when you see something in a, like a concert or something. It's like you got to be the Statue of Liberty, like when LeBron set the scoring record and everyone's holding their phone up, like, "Hey, uh, look at me!" I'm getting. A... It's like I'm convinced no one ever goes back and watches those things. Next up on the mailbag, Queen rocks in, writes in, and says, uh, "And but but I don't have a checkbook. I don't. I don't. I have. We don't carry a checkbook. You carry a checkbook? Don't carry it. Have one for." Like when we went to the car dealership, for instance. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, it's only like that or a, a deposit on a place. You know, very few times you need a checkbook in your life nowadays. Yeah. Queen Roxanne writes in says, knowing blind Scott cheated for Emmett, will you address the cheating scandal in any way, shape, or form, Queen Roxanne says? Uh, this is like the Astros of radio game shows, and I know how you feel about the Astros. My friend Queen Roxanne says, well, Queen Roxanne, uh, A, I am aware of what happened with Blind Scott. B, I went back and I checked, and I think this has been blown out of proportion by some very dramatic members of the Maller Militia. So, Danny, for those that are uneducated, Blind Scott on social media was going around saying that Blind Emmett's entire life is like dependent, I'm paraphrasing, on winning a Benny. And if he wins a Benny, he's going to get a trip to Las Vegas by winning a Benny. And I look at it this way. I kind of look at it like the people that are suing Buffalo Wild Wings because they say the chicken wing is not actually a chicken wing. It's yeah. It's a nugget. Like I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt that you're smart enough to realize that blind Scott's full of shit and that we love him because he's part of our show and he's a dysfunctional member of our family. And we're grateful that he's been very loyal over the years, but, it's total bull crap. And anybody with an IQ above five would know that's the case. Even Marcel in Brooklyn realizes that 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 is just nonsense. So it's then this is nowhere close. How dare you, Queen Roxanne, compare this to Jose Albuve and the cheating assholes. How dare you? The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. 
Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, next up, Pierre from Skid Row in the wake of the pennies. Yeah, Pierre, hard luck loser at the pennies. Hate to see it. Question for the two of you. Obviously, the both of you are making huge radio money, Pierre said. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're doing this podcast. We just make so much money from the radio. We thought, why not You know, give back and do the podcast? And uh, it says, you were recently at Radio Row in Phoenix. Did either of you see any of the autonomous vehicles traveling through the streets, or did anyone uh, you know take advantage of them? I was going to ask my buddy Alf if they had them on uh, Melmac, uh, but he's still pissed at me for not booking Gag on for a Benny endorsement shout-out. Yeah, well, that would have been next level. Oh, there's no question. Uh, and then he says, uh, the uh, he sent me a TikTok video. This Pierre is all about the TikTok, man. He loves that TikTok. He sends me these TikTok videos about random things. He sent me a video link. It's from TikTok. It shows a, uh, a rather attractive young lady in green uh, yoga pants. And she's... Oh, Okay. Yeah. Ever heard of those autonomous vehicles? I'm about to get inside of there one of these right now and see what this experience is really about. There's no driver. Hey there, okay. Natalie. Shut up. It says my name. Now what? There is no driver. It goes all over downtown Phoenix. They have music. Suddenly I bump into you. It's not like the vehicle is like slamming on its brakes. I want to listen to a different station. All right, that chick's annoying. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I saw two of those cars while we were there. You did? Uh, do they charge more for them? I don't know. Didn't flag one down because there was nobody to flag. Yeah, how would you get one? Yeah, I guess you got to order it. How do you order? It's a good uh, question. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, we, we stuck to the old faithful uh, Uber and Lyft. Uh, yeah, I, I did a lot of that. Terry from England writes in, part of the UK contingent of the Maller militia. 
He wants us to ponder his question. What's the story with Eddie's nickname, Ben, or nicknames? You used to repeat them all the time throughout the show. Then one day you suddenly stopped and now rarely give the full list. Did the corporate muckety-mucks get to you, Ben, or was it Scott who called you during the day? That's from Terry in England. You're fired. No, listen, the, we, we did the 80 nickname thing for a while, but the reality is this, Terry. It's a great time killer. We barely have enough time to get the content into the show. And why squander amazing content to play in the sandbox with Eddie's nicknames? I mean, we've done it. And really, if there's an injustice, Terry, it's that my nicknames don't get read enough. That's the problem. My nicknames. No, are- that part of it's okay. No, 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 no. My nicknames, because I've been giving too much credit to Eddie's nicknames, and now people are forgetting about my nicknames. Hell no. And that is some bull you-know-what, because my nicknames are the star of the show. You. Not Eddie's name. And as you know, Danny, I have been called, among other things. Oh, Jesus. I have been called the Baron of Balderdash. My lips have been on it. Big gallbladder. He blew me off at a hotel near LAX. Venice the Menace, Captain Knee Jerk. Next thing I know, I just saw this white thing flying at my face. Duke of the Northwoods. That's a new one. Wow. Oh, my. General of Degenerates, Tycoon of Tees, Master of Disaster, the Hustler. Yeah, Master something. Slap me around a little bit. Of filibuster, the night light of nightlife, pummeler of producers. Yes. Benny Brightside, manatee of insanity. Ben sucks. Marconi Maller, moneyline Maller. You don't have a Marconi. No, I do. I worked at WEI in 2017. They won the Marconi Award. <laughs> a moneyline Maller, emissary of embellishment, weeknight windbag, wizard of wacky. Ah, the men enjoy me. Slayer of naysayers. Grand Goober of Gab. Oligarch of Dark. Tower of Babel on. I've become a 13-year-old girl. Honest Adonis. Nocturnal Colonel. What about a nine-year-old girl? The underdog of monologue and the holy pope of the slippery slope. Never heard of them. Those are all my nicknames right there. I know you're impressed, Danny. Wrong again, idiot. I know you're excited by that, but there they are right there, all lined up. I am such a radio loser. I'll cut you a break. Uh, Next up on the mailbag, uh, Marina Chef in Omaha writes in. Here's a question that's really annoying. He says, hey, guys, how can I listen to the podcast commercial free? Oh, come (laughs) on. Blank my blank and blank you. All right, what a douche. Listen, uh, Marina Chef, and by the way, he signed it, said I'm white. Who the hell cares? Uh, but Racist. I know. Hey, man, you might not know this, but I'm black. <laughs> this is a for-profit podcast. We are not commercial-free. We don't have a pledge drive. And there's hardly any commercials in these podcasts anyway. And I'm not supposed to say this, Danny, because we love all our sponsors. But there is a way you can zoom through a lot of the commercials if you want to be an asshole. 
There's a way you can yeah. do it. I'm not going to tell you. You're not supposed to. You're not supposed to. We've talked about this. What you're supposed to do is take notes and write down who the sponsors are during our podcast. That way you could go buy two of everything that they're selling. Yeah. And the way this works, it's like the Twilight Zone, that the, the advertiser is the most important part. Like, we're just the filler. We're yeah. The, we're the part you should fast forward through, Marina Chef. <laughs> And just to hear what great advertisers we have in the podcast. And it's it's great. And I do podcast commercials that are different than the radio commercials. And so you got to support the podcast. Uh, you got to do it. Uh, next up, Kevin in Kansas writes and says, Dear Ben and Danny G, when I was growing up, we watched game show, the game show Match Game. Okay. And he says, one question Gene Rayburn asked was the, the wife of a – Sea captain caught him in the bathroom playing with his blank. And Richard Dawson replied, playing with his dinghy. Uh, the, the audience roared with laughter. I had no clue why. I had to ask my mom what was so funny. You talk about embarrassing, but it was very memorable. Now you use the word dinghy. One of your show promo reads, no question here, just thanks for bringing back childhood memories with that one word, it's like an aroma or a sound that brings back a memory. Well, that's a that's a great point, uh, Kevin. Yeah, you, know, you eat something that reminds you of when you were eight years old, or you see something and it brings you back to that time. It's a it's a wonderful thing. I like the word dinghy because it's funny. It's not a word that people use a lot, and it's got double meaning. So it couldn't make me happier. It it covers all those criteria. Which is which is just great, and and I love it, and I always try. You to- talked about being on a dinghy with your wife, and I had to look up how to spell it because it's spelled different than what you would think. Yeah, it's D I N G H Y, I believe is. I think that's how you spell. There is an H in there for sure. Yeah, so I don't know. That's uh, H to the Izzo. H to the Izzo to the Hizzo to the Lizzo. <laughs> Say what? Uh, next up. Pierre sent another message, and he says, I'm hoping all our fellow Maller Militia members in Australia are safe from the peril. Crocodile threat, swimming cows in Australia. That's a knife. Yeah, he sent me this link, and I'm not sure where in Australia this is, but I know one of our great Australian listeners can help us out. Uh, The headline on this is, Unprecedented Flooding in Australia Brings crocodile threat and swimming cows roughly 100 residents of burktown i saw this had to be rescued by boat and helicopter massive flooding hit part of queensland australia the aussie muffin today mate i saw i saw the clips pretty wild but uh, i i don't know if any of our listeners were affected we have a handful of Australian listeners. Next up on the mailbag, uh, first, I love your show. Attilo writes in from Florida. I love your show and the entire crew. And Danny G on the Fifth Hour podcast. Your personal experiences, stories are entertaining and interesting. How about that? Uh, I like your perspective and the crew's banter. I have a dilemma. I've tried to call the show several times, but I haven't been able to get through. My question is whether or not I should rat out one of your regular callers. Well, I want to update this email because since this email was set, Danny, Attilo has called into the overnight show. 
he did rat out Sir Scratch Off. Oh. Yeah, he said that he was listening, and Mr. Arkansas sucked up to our colleague Anthony Gargano. What? And it was, like, very kind, and he mentioned me, but this kind of, like, blew me over a little bit and spent more of the time uh, massaging the biscuits of Anthony wow. Gargano. Like how you got blew over at LAX? At a hotel near LAX. <laughs> Not funny, Danny. It's, it's edited audio is what that is. So, Attilo, I gave you a golden ticket, so congratulations on that. You did a great job, and that's part of being in the Maller Militia. You have to defend the honor of the show, and we hate when we have friendly fire. We don't like when when these things start springing up like mushrooms, but th- th- this happens. Sometimes we have inside the people that mess with the show, like this guy, Sir Scratchoff, who's occasionally – a rambunctious schmuck, and and I can say that because he doesn't listen to the podcast. But yeah, so thank you, Attila. You did a great public service, and you have earned your stripes in the Maller Militia. So thank you. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Tim in Wisconsin writes in and says, well, this this is a sporto question. Will this be the year Dave Roberts is relieved of his managerial duties? Dodgers are better off without him 
If so, what are your thoughts on who would be a great candidate to lead this team to the promised land? It's from Tim in Wisconsin. So I'm convinced that Dave Roberts is in the lead to keep this job for the rest of my life by a country mile. The only way Dave Roberts leaves is if Dave Roberts uh, decides he wants to leave. He's not going to be fired. And trust me, if the Dodgers got rid of Dave Roberts, they would hire a Dave Roberts clone. Because the front office loves them some Dave Roberts. They think this guy is wonderful. We think the Dodgers are often a dark comedy the way they're run. But the front office is they're in love. They're smitten with Dave Roberts because he's doing what the front office wants. And so there's no reason to get rid of Roberts. And they don't really care that much in the sense that they think everything will work out in the end. As long as you get to the playoffs, you're going to win occasionally and, you know, you do the right things and you're going to end up ahead and all that stuff. So that's, that's the mindset of the Dodge. Do you agree or disagree, Danny? I like Dave Roberts in that spot right there. Yeah. He, he, that Red Sox needs to be replaced by a Dodger. I nominate Steve Sachs for the job. Saxy. Giggity, 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 giggity. Yes. Saxy out there. Uh, you know, that's that's 1980s. You might have to update that to somebody from the. No, no, no. Because he's on the Dodger specials on AM 570 LA Sports. Postseason, they push the Dan Patrick show and they have Steve Sachs on instead. Yeah. No, I know that. But I'm saying, like, you might want to, like, who's somebody from the 2000s? Oh, well, I like Steve Sachs because when he does those AM570 specials, he always says, the Dodgers aren't going to like what I'm going to say right now. And then he gives his take on something. And I'm like, yeah, he's a rebel. <laughs> yeah. Does he say that before everything he says, though? Uh, Probably five times per morning he says that. Dodgers may not like what I'm going to say right now. A little nugget of wisdom. That is a trick that some people have used over the years. Like, you, you, you're not going to like what I have to say. But it's, like, it's like the most benign, soft, yeah. marshmallowy take of all time. But it's like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a rebel. I'm going to, you know, I was like, eh, I don't know about that. Eh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the last 20 years, I mean, since 03 to now, who would be a Dodger player that you would like, okay, that guy's going to be a manager? Yasiel Puig. He would need a translator, though. Racist. Yeah, remember that guy, Trip Cromer? Is that from the 90s also? He's probably from the 90s. Huh? Oh, to... yeah, yeah. 90s guy. Uh, no one's popping up in my... Uh, my oh, how about... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How about uh, Eric Karras? Eric Karras. But that's... Yeah, that's 90s. 2000s. Andre Ethier. Yeah, you can do Ethier. Uh, Paul LaDuca. Do him, Laduca. Yeah, you know, that would work. Thousands. Think of a really smart catcher. Uh, Duca. There was Piazza. There was Charles Johnson briefly. Yeah. Tom Prince. That goes back to the nineties. And then more recently, uh, Kershaw's dude. Oh yeah, his personal catcher. What was that guy's name? Uh, shoot. Um, yeah, he got he played with the Padres a little bit at the end. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna bug me now. I know. That's all right. If we don't know who he is, nobody knows who he is, right? Others, family, friends, and family. Ellis, Ellis, AJ Ellis, AJ Ellis. Yeah, we work together on that. AJ Ellis. We mean business, Danny. We work together. Man, I'm telling you, 
Next up, Barry from Nashville writes in on the mailbag. He says, yo, yo, ma, Benny. So the Bennies are done. We aren't even to April yet. And my question is, how many more days until the next Benny versus the Penny? Says, I'm missing the NFL already. Not sure what I'm going to think of the new MLB. Stuff from Barry. Yeah, MLB's all right. It's, 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 I've watched some spring training games. The real fun's going to be when the regular season starts and guys start freaking out because even though they've been doing this all spring, they're not going to like it when the regular season starts and they're like, wait a minute, these games matter. And that'll be fun. I get the sense that baseball and the union have asked the players not to make a big stink about the clock and the new rules to try to set an example. The home fans will mess up the opposing pitcher's rhythm to where you'll get a box, so you'll have home field advantage. Oh, yeah. Clock. Yeah, well, th- this will open up Pandora's box for all kinds of new finagled, uh, finagly uh, ways to approach baseball, which have not been part of baseball. Because before, it's like the batter would step out and, uh, yeah. you know, that. But now you, at a certain point, you can't step out. You've got to, you got to swing the bat. And- when you saw those shithead fans already, where they were doing the fake countdown that didn't match the clock. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. You could do that. So you try to bother a certain you – know, some pitchers are a little wonky anyway, and you can muddy the waters for them for sure. Uh, Cliff in Nashville writes in uh, – we'll, we'll get out on this. He says, uh, Ben and Danny G, I heard Van, the one-legged Bama man, uh, was having blood drawn from his eye. Yeah, so this guy, Van, called up. This is wild. So he's got diabetes. He's got some health problems. Eh, getting older. Diabetes. And body starts falling apart. So they, he said they had to poke and bl- take blood behind his eye, ah. which sounds about as bad as you can possibly get on the scale of horror. <laughs> and uh, Cliff says, I get injections in both eyes every four to six weeks. For blood leaking in my eyes. It sucks, but I can see. Tell Van it's not as bad as a gator bite. Wow, that's crazy. So Cliff in Nashville, every four to six weeks, this guy's got to get a little little injection. Oh. That's nuts. I wonder how common that is. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm about to go uh, medicate for my glaucoma. We we have two people that at least two that are doing that. Talk about going bonkers, man alive! Uh, it is Sunday. We will be down to the Sweet Sixteen by the end of the day today. And it, Already? Yeah, it's that quick, right? You get that first couple of days, thirty-two, and then the next couple of days down to sixteen. And it went so fast. Next weekend's the Sweet Sixteen, and then after that, the Final Four, and then boom, it's over. Crazy. Oh, off to the. Wild blue yonder we go. And uh, what I've got, I'll be back on the radio tonight. I'll be on 11 p.m. Pacific on Sunday night and then also uh, 2 a.m. 2 a.m. Monday morning in the east. I'll be yapping away here, blabbing away. And Danny, you're not doing much today. What do you got going on? Putting the final touches on my broadcast center, which is my garage. Radio Row right there. Yes. And then Monday afternoon, Covino and Rich will be back from their little mini vacations. 2 to 4 p.m. West Coast time, we will be uh, having laughter and sports. 
Oh, no, you should have the nervous farts. Oh. Sounds good. And have a wonderful Sunday. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Tell a friend, spread the word, spread the gospel, word of mouth advertising. And we hope you enjoyed the weekend. We'll catch you next time. Save some of those cookies for me, Ben. Don't let Coop, Roberto, and Eddie eat all of them. Cookies! Oh, you know Eddie's going to eat all of them. Come on. <laughs> Later, skater. Got a murder. Got to go. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.